1: Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. Happy Wednesday. Tom, Ricky, we're your hosts. Ricky, how are you today?
0: I'm doing well, Tom. How you doing?
1: Fantastic. I go freaking 0-2 yesterday in baseball. I love that.
0: It happens. It happens.
1: Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. SteadyPicks.com. Go sign up. It's completely free. It's an absolute no brainer. Get expert plays from myself, from Ricky, the steady picks, system plays, of course, articles, everything you could ever want. Help you uh, become a better sports better. And that's what it's all about. Ricky. We'll have to start in the NBA. Which um huge game last night and huge result. Tell us about the game.
0: Oh, we got a, a Hawks outright win without Trey Young, which I'm not gonna lie, Tom. I I placed all my bets yesterday. I had three plays on that game, and all of them were under the assumption that Trey Young would be playing. So I'm not gonna sit here this morning and act like You know, I would have placed these bets without them. So got a little lucky last night, but the Hawks win the game outright. I hit my Hawks plus seven. I hit my Hawks money line plus 220. And I hit my Hawks alternative line minus three plus 310. But um, really, really surprised of the result of this one without Trey Young, Tom.
1: Yeah, it was really I mean, you just never would have guessed. And I guess that's why you still play the game. But you just would have never, ever. Guess that that might happen. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's wild, and I know we talked about on the show yesterday um what whether he was out or he was ruled in. You know what that may do to the spread. So I did monitor that, Tom, um, and uh the line was at six and a half right before the announcement was made. uh The Woj bomb came out that Trey Young would not be playing. The line moved to eight and a half, so two full
1: points. Which is pretty crazy that they – I mean, it's just crazy. I'm always so curious how they come up with, like, what is a player worth to the point spread? Like, that idea is very strange. It's like, how do you evaluate how much your best player on your team actually means to your team, right? Like, think about that. You're telling me Trey Young is only worth two points? Like, it just feels –
0: Wrong, And you know, it's it's interesting, Tom, because yesterday when he was ruled out, I actually did a little bit of digging. I went I went over to the old computer and I started looking at some numbers just to see like what the Hawks the sample size without him when he's not on the floor. And one of the things that I found in my digging about Trey Young, which is very interesting, is that in terms of there's a stat called. Uh, defensive real plus minus and it's a really key defensive metric um, for I looked at it for all the point guards in the NBA this year Trey Young Tom defensively is at the very bottom of this mm-hmm. list he actually has a, a negative uh, defensive real plus minus he's he's 27th uh, in the league our, uh, our old pal Ben Simmons fifth on that list Mike Connolly First on that list, Jamal Murray from Denver. Second, um, but if there's one thing worth noting, Trey Young is a bit of a defensive liability, and not many people realize that because of how special his offensive game is. But if there was one, you know, category, I guess that the Hawks improved in last night, it was defensive,
1: which is crazy because you don't even ever talk about his. Like them, him playing defense. You never talk about it. It's always just offense, pick and roll, floaters, threes, all that. But when you watch, especially when you know, we watch him play the Sixers, you realized just what, how bad he is on defense when you watch that game. And it amazes me that teams don't just go right after him more.
0: Yeah, and, I, you know, It's interesting too because he brings so much value on the offensive side of the ball, and he's so special. A guy that comes to mind, Tom, Seth Curry, is a little bit similar in the sense that we saw in the postseason as good on offense as he is, they were going at him on defense, like they were attacking him and making you know exposing him defensively. And we we haven't really seen it as much with Trey, like. Other teams trying to expose them, but I wonder now you know if if there's a little something to that
1: and it's it's weird because um teams like like you don't you just don't realize that somebody's bad that bad at defense until like you get just exposed you just don't even realize it.
0: Yeah, like it's one thing to see it in the numbers and the data. Like, all right, he's he's bottom pack here. But when you have a, a moment like uh, the Hawks did to Ben Simmons where they exposed a piece of his game and made them have to take him off the floor, you know, like that that's what kind of needs to be done really there to really put the stamp down.
1: So moving forward to the game today, it's the Suns, <clears throat> excuse me, and the Clippers. Lines uh clippers minus one minus a half a point right around a pick that's about where it opened ricky what do you what do you think about this game
0: so let me i just want to make sure i understand the movement correctly because i'm seeing that it opened clippers minus one yeah um it's gone to clippers plus one last night and now it's back to clippers Minus a half, so it's, it's essentially a pick'em. Yes, Tom. I have been pulling my hair out thinking about this game. I'm leaning Clippers right now, not with even great reasoning. I just think, you know, first of all, they're they're playing at home. They've been good at home this postseason. Um, they're five and one as a home underdog. Well, they're not really an underdog anymore. So. That's kind of irrelevant, but I've liked the energy that this team has brought in their home stadium, even with Kawhi Leonard out. Um, the Suns are playing on their heels a little bit, Tom. And, you know, I want you to think about this Chris Paul, the notorious, he's blown a couple 3 2 leads, a couple big ones in the past in his career. And if they don't get this game tonight, the Suns, if they don't end the series and win the game tonight, I I think they're playing with really bad momentum going into game seven. Like you're almost playing not to choke if it if it gets to that. And that scares me. So part of me wants to take the Suns because I think they need this game tonight. And I think they have a better roster. And I, you know, if they if they play their game, they should win. But I don't know. You know, I I don't feel great about it. And looking at the numbers, everyone's calling for this to be a very tight game. You know, one to two point game here. Final possession type game.
1: Yeah, I have no idea where to go with this. Um, For whatever it's worth, Suns are getting 60% of money and tickets. For whatever that's worth for you, it will be a very heavily bet game. So worth considering there. I it's hard not to think that the Clippers are gonna extend the series here. At home. You know, it's essentially a pick'em. I just feel like they find a way to extend it to a game seven.
0: Yeah. I the thing with all all honesty, Tom, I'm also having a tough time betting this one because I'm extremely invested into the Suns winning this round. I have I got a hundred dollar plus six fifty ticket that I'm I'm waiting to cash, get a little extra beach change for the weekend. Uh some AC, you know, <laughs> sprinkle money with that. So I'm hoping they get it done tonight. But I don't know, Tom. I, I really I agree with you. I think the Clippers are gonna find a way to get it done tonight and force a game seven and like we've well, said at some all point, along, you're going to want to hedge. All...
1: You're going to want to hedge that little ticket you have.
0: It almost makes sense for me to bet the Clippers tonight, with that ticket in you know, in mind.
1: I suppose you probably just wait till Game Seven. Lines. I'm gonna... not
0: touching this game. You know what? I hate this game. This is this is the ultimate Tom. Why force a bet here if you really just feel lost?
1: It's very true. There's. Sometimes that's the biggest lesson that we can give on this show is to look at something and say, actually, I don't want that.
0: Now, what does catch my attention, with that being said, as I start to really look through this a bit more, the the under 215 interests me, and here's why. The last two games, the last game in L.A., was an 80 to 84 game. I mean, I'm not expecting that again, but a lot of defense, a lot of bad shooting, very low scoring. The game before that in LA was 106 to 92, which also would have gone well under this total. In a game like this where, you know, every it's essentially a game 7, both teams will be playing it like a game 7. I think you're going to see that same level of defense and Uh, I don't I don't know. I kind of like that under I see this being a uh, 90 something to one oh something score or, you know, I don't I don't see a shootout here. I really don't.
1: My problem is the Suns have been an over team all year, all year and really throughout the playoffs here. They've just been an over team. So they went over in the last game in Phoenix. This was a 213 total to the over last 10. They're what? Nine and one to the over last 10.
0: See, that actually makes me like the under more. That means, uh, can we get some public numbers on the over under? Where's the public going? Let's see here. Ah, pretty split. Shit. It's like literally
1: 50 50. And is it really moving is the question. No. Hasn't moved off two fifteen. No. Nah, and you know what? I
0: I'm not someone who typically bets over unders very frequently, so part of me even says why well, dabble in tonight. But I gotta lean on the Clippers. I gotta lean on the under. But it's gonna be no bets for me on this one, Tom.
1: No problem. No problem. Um, I will mention, Tom's tennis plays. Potaroska wins yesterday. That was a plus I was a plus, plus one eighty winner. I see uh that one didn't get posted, but I did send that one in. And we did talk about it yesterday. Podoroska, plus Plus one ninety. Um, love it. Uh we gotta Conja, get that up. Anaconda will be starting here moment uh some point this early morning, about eight o'clock, she'll get started against Tormo. And, oh
0: yeah, uh, I see you have a couple of tennis plays.
1: From yep, yesterday. Yep, yep. Because they start so early in the day, you kind of have to do it the day before. TFO minus one hundred and fifty, and of course, Casperud minus one hundred and ninety. Those are the plays. No <laughs> changes to the tennis plays. We're just sticking with what we've already got.
0: So you actually didn't have an zero and two day. You had a two and two day, or a one and two day, depending how it uh. It was ruled, but you got, you got some tennis yeah. winners in there.
1: Kanji did not play yet. She doesn't play <laughs> until today.
0: Oh, okay. But I got
1: you. But won at plus 180. We had a unit on her. And baseball went 0-2. Um, today, I've, now I'm starting to struggle with baseball a little bit. I'm not.
0: Ooh, Tom, real quick, before yeah. you jump into it, just to jump into the steady picks results, because I bet these games Athletics, loss. Um, Rays, loss. White Sox from the day before, postponed, winner. Diamondbacks, loser. One and three in baseball for steady picks. Uh, they had one NBA prop that hit hawks plus 2.5 first quarter was a winner also had trey young over two and a half three pointers which was voided but as a unit between the steady pick system and tom we got to get back on track in baseball here
1: we do we do and it's it's kind of about picking we just got to pick better spots we got to pick better spots like i briefly considered the the Diamondbacks today, but, my God, I can't do it. They are so so bad bad. on the road. Just on the road. They're so bad. And then I said, okay, the Rockies are really good at home. I'd like to get behind them. Last night they were minus 170. I can't bet the Colorado Rockies at minus 170. I don't care if they're playing the little league team. I just can't do it. I know they're good at home, but I, I can't do it. It's too much. So, Tom,
0: that's that's the issue that I've had with baseball from the very beginning. That I've been trying to voice to you. That you know my struggle is that I, I anytime there's value, you're laying the house on a team.
1: Well, I wouldn't say that, Ricky. It's
0: I, I I get
1: your point, but like, yeah, that's. <laughs> an example. I mean, you got to just look for you got to look for the the problem is a lot of the games yesterday and today have been very lopsided, like a very heavy favorite. And I don't yeah. really like to get involved in any of those games. Although maybe I should because the math says that um big favorites in the MLB are actually a profitable spot. Plus one seventy or minus one seventy five or greater over the last six seasons. Minus one seventy five or greater. If you just bet every single favorite of minus one seventy five or more, it's a four and a half ROI, four point five percent ROI on that. Wow! You would never think that.
0: That's shocking to me. Does that is that capped? Anywhere, like nope. 175 to, nope. you know, to just anything north of that.
1: Anything north of, that? of one, yep, 175. And the average line on that is like 223 or something. But um it, it's weird. See, then you're like, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't be afraid to, to play some favorites. But that's blanket betting them. And obviously, we're not going to do that. <laughs> I just like, don't know what the rate like even I want to back Otani tonight. You know, I like back an Otani. It's like they're plus one ten. This line's moving all Yankees. Twenty cents towards the Yankees today. So, you know, I can't do that either.
0: Yeah, I mean look at look at the two games yesterday on the steady picks card for an example, because I actually liked their two half unit plays more than the one and a half and the one unit play, which was The raise money line at plus money at the Nationals, I loved that play, Tom. I put more than a half unit on that, truthfully. And then a half unit play on the Diamondbacks, plus 143. By the time that game started, that line was down to like plus 120 at some spots. It was go. Everything looked perfect in that play. And, uh, you know, shit happens. They both lost, but... I've been finding myself getting burned in spots like that all year. maybe I'm just not catching the break, but it's tough. It's tough.
1: Just cause every team you like you look at, it, you're like, oh, I don't know. Like the Rays for for sure for me, like, yeah, their record's good, but like they're kind of a mess right now. Like, I don't want any part of the Rays.
0: Um the Athletics and the Rays are similar. They're so up and down, you know. Like,
1: yeah, we were not, on the Athletics a lot to begin the season. I've not bet them in quite a while. I don't. I don't feel great about them.
0: Yeah, I don't either. The even the White Sox, who they were the lone winner on the Steady Picks card from, uh, and that was the that game was postponed from the day before, and. There was a one-run win. It was like an 8-7 game or something like that. But the White Sox are a little shaky right now. Not a lot of teams that you can count on. No. no. That's what I'm getting at.
1: But that's baseball, and that's why I think there's so much value in, in finding dogs to bet because you really can't trust anybody. So if you can find a way to bet dogs, I think it works out nice. Today for me, I have one play, one bet I've made already. I'll continue continue monitoring this throughout the day, but I really don't know if I'm going to have another play. I, feel I like, think
0: I know what your play is. Let me I try and guess it if real don't. quick, Tom.
1: You can. It's it's out there, so I'm not sure you will, but give it a go.
0: Is it the Rockies at home? It's not.
1: That's my. That's the play that. <laughs> Not, not a bad guess. That's the play that if I add one, it will be that.
0: I gotcha. I just had Tom written all over it. Sorry to interrupt.
1: No, no. I, I just don't know if I can do that. But if I, I bet you. that game, it will be the Rockies. Absolutely.
0: Um, so what do you got? Hit us with the Tom play. I, I feel a strong bounce back for you today.
1: Kind of an odd one and as we talked about I wasn't going to continue doing these But I I have to in this spot Um, It's the Royals And the Red Sox Over first five Five and a half First five Over The reason I like this Is because Martin Perez Is really bad. Like amazingly poor. I have him 14th percentile starting pitchers on my chart. Not good. Mike Miner on the other hand, 5.12 ERA, expected ERA of 4.1. While he's a little bit better, I still have him around 40%. 40 percentile, 36 percent hard hit rate. 7 percent walk rate. I don't think he's very good either. I'm expecting these teams to hit. And we're going to go over on the first five and expect some early runs in this game.
0: And what are the odds that you're seeing on that?
1: Uh, I got minus 135.
0: So over five and a half, first five, minus one thirty-five, Royals Red
1: Sox. Yep, that's gonna be the play. Martin Perez is bad. Hopefully, the Royals can find a way to hit. Um, the Royals are on a pretty good losing streak, which is I was looking to bet the Royals, but they're two and eight over the last ten and fifteen and twenty-six on the road. Jeez, so they they have been struggling. Um neither of these teams are really huge over teams although over the last 10 they have been trailing that way 5-2 and 3 for the Royals 5 and 4 and 1 for the Sox I feel like it's good enough those numbers are good enough mixed in with the fact that Martin Perez is bad mixed in the fact that the Red Sox are rolling right now. They've won a few in a row, and they're scoring five, six, seven, nine runs in these games. They're hitting well. They should give an opportunity for the Royals to hit pretty well. That's where we're at.
0: I like it. Sound reasoning.
1: And, yeah, if this one doesn't work out for us, we may try and find a way to get out get get off of uh, the first five stuff for a little bit because we want a few of them. Last two days haven't been great for us. Um, Other games across the league, the Indians, if that line is posted, which I'm not sure that it is.
0: I've seen a 177.
1: I really like that play. If I can find it, I didn't think it was posted. I thought it got taken down. If I can find it, that will be a second play for me, even though we're laying some monstrous juice.
0: What is it? Um yeah, I'm not, is there something in particular you really like about the Indians there?
1: Um Urania is the worst pitcher in the league. Advanced stats wise. Sold. He is literally at the bottom of the list.
0: Yeah, I feel like Detroit <clears throat> not a great road team either. <clears throat> no, me.
1: and Urania was supposed to pitch yesterday. I was considering taking him. He got postponed. Um and here we are. So if I can find I don't know what book you're seeing that at, but I'm not finding a line for that game. I'm
0: seeing it at William Hill. But um yeah, I'm sure everything will be posted here by like 7 a.m. You really start to see
1: everything. Pop yeah, we'll on the wait, board. wait. We'll wait a little bit, but depending what that price is, that that if it's if it stays around that 170 range, I'll take it. If it gets, you know, probably south of 180, I'm not sure I can take that. Let me go through some of Urania's numbers with you. 5.6 expected ERA, 11 percent walk rate. strikeout rate. That is awful. I mean, that is awful. 363 expected weighted on base average. Just terrible. 288 expected batting average. That's one of the worst. Jeez. Everything you look at, whiff rate, spin rate, everything. Bottom 10. Bottom tenth percentile of the league. Deadline this just season. popped
0: off the board too, Tom. It's not available anymore. Mm. Interesting.
1: I think it's going to open pretty steep because people. There's no secret. This guy's a freaking joke.
0: <laughs> we love we love the faded joke.
1: That guy he's right. not That's very good, but
0: do. I um. I got two two baseball games I'd like to get your opinion on real quick before we wrap up, Tom, okay. if that's all right. Yeah, please. The, the first one you touched on briefly earlier, Otani is a plus 115 dog today. I don't think the Yankees are that good. I hate the line movement, like you said, but are we really not backing – are we really not going to grab the 115 on the Angels?
1: Uh, Ricky. Ricky. ah. Uh, I don't know because I wanted to so bad and it's a play that I've been making. You know, i make that every time Otani starts because he's still a dog every time and you, know, you can get him at nice plus money. Even first five, you can get him plus money. I don't know. Both teams are about five and five last 10. Yankees are 22 and 18 at home angels struggle on the road a bit
0: I wish this team had know.
1: trout I mean the Yankees hit the Yankees hit yesterday so what does that mean for today who knows
0: so unpredictable those Yankees all right we'll we'll uh
1: keep that. I I like the keep angels. an eye on that I like the Angels
0: Yeah, I really like the Angels, too. I'm going to have a couple baseball plays today, Tom. Um, I'm actually... I'm I'm not going to fire on the Angels right now yet. Not to say I won't, but another game I'm curious to get your opinion on. What the hell is going on with Aaron Nola? First off, he's not an ace. Let me be very clear in saying Aaron Nola is not an ace, looking at these numbers. But, like... This seems like it should be a good spot to take the Phillies tonight.
1: Um, at a reasonable price. The problem is there's just no such thing as a good time to take the Phillies. They are just so frustrating and pretty bad, to be honest. If we look at the if we look at Noah's advanced stats, he's really I mean, he's He's 70 percentile on the, on my chart. Whether you consider that an ace or not, I'm not sure. Three I mean, point-
0: in a matchup like this, though, Tom, you got Nola versus Holloway. Not, not to say I don't know much about this Halloway guy, but I'm just looking at this game and, and a, you know, you'd think this would be a good spot to bet the Phillies. At, they're at home, right?
1: Yep, yep. Holloway is one of their top uh, prospects that the Marlins have. At home with
0: Nola on the mound. Probably get a decent price on this game because nobody wants anything to
1: do with the Phillies.
0: I'm going to I'm gonna back them. I'm not seeing a line yet. Are you on this?
1: The problem is that Jordan Holloway this year has only let up five runs in nine appearances and he hasn't started all of them he hasn't started everything he's come out of the bullpen I think for a lot of the year this might be his first actual start so take Mm -hmm. that you know what it's worth it could be his very first start yeah
0: I don't I don't love that like you said the Phillies are pretty awful
1: like I just have a really hard time laying that minus one hundred seventy kind of number, especially as a divisional favorite. You know divisional dogs are are a decent place to look.
0: Yeah. You know what? You know what, Tom? My own I'm gonna go with a half unit play on uh Otani. As I look through these games, I just see value there. Like plus one fifteen.
1: I agree. I think it's I still think it's a great play. Otani's a good spot to uh just I like that play. I do. It's gonna
0: be my only uh play of the day. No basketball. Just one half unit Angels money line.
1: Very nice. My only play so far is the Royals and the Red Sox. First five over five and a half at minus one thirty five. We'll see if that works out for me. I think um, I think there's going to be a lot of hits in that game. Early and often, as they say. Love it. Let's have a
0: day, Tom. Keep Let's your get eye rolling. posted
1: on SteadyPicks.com. I may add a play. You never know what Ricky's going to do. True. Let's have an absolute day.
0: I feel it today. I really do. I felt it yesterday. I feel it again
1: steady picks radio wake up and wager good luck today Ricky best of luck to you let's uh let's find a way to get some winners here
0: thanks my man have a good one brought on your books